welcome to the Nottingham Asian Podcast. I'm your host, Sachi, and I'm joined by my co-host, Eugenia. Hi, guys. We're a team of eight undergraduate students competing in a worldwide synthetic biology competition known as iGEM. Let's start off by introducing the team, starting with Ali. Uh, so, my name's Ali. I'm a second-year math student, and I do the modelling for the team and a lot of the graphic design if we need any of that stuff I did the logo yeah and my role for the team is modeling and branding all right thank you so much Ali let's move on to James yeah uh hello I'm James I'm the student team leader this year um I have a specific focus on the control mechanisms for our bacteria um but apart from that I'm kind of just generally going around seeing what people are doing and uh like (laughs) offering opinions I think (laughs) that's pretty much my job (laughs) All right, thank you so much, James. Let's move on to Luke Box. Ah, me, yes. Uh, I also <laughs> I also uh, study maths, leaving uh, my second year into third year, and uh, another marketing branding officer. Okay, thank you so much, Luke. Let's move on to Alistair. Hi, I'm Alistair, um, second year biotech going into my final year, and I'm in charge of our social media and, and any polls we want to put up. Uh, I'm also in charge of our Roots of Administration group, so looking into whether how we're going to administer our biotherapeutic. Alrighty, thank you, Alistair. Let's move on to Eugenia. Hi, I'm Jeannie. Um, I'm a second year biologist and my job is head of collaborations and I also do the wiki. All right, brilliant. So that brings us to me. Um, I'm Sachi. I am the deputy team leader for this year, and I am a first-year biotech student. I work more towards the scientific side of things in terms of DBHP production, in which we use softwares to find genes, etc. And other than that, I basically work in collaboration with James, uh, write down agendas and meeting minutes. We do have another two teammates, Kieran and Luke Weir, who are unfortunately not able to join us for today's episode, but we'll be sure to introduce you guys to them in the next episode. But for now, let's dive right in. First of all, thank you all for joining us for our very first episode. Hopefully this doesn't last as long as our supervisor meetings, but we'll see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) So for today's episode, I think we should talk a bit about what iGEM is, where we heard of it, as well as what our project is and what we've been working on. So let's begin with the first question, which goes to Alistair. Alistair, can you tell us what iGEM is? Um, in a few words, iGEM is a competition led by students and we use the principles of synthetic biology and genetic engineering to come up with innovative projects to solve real-world problems like antibiotic resistance or climate change. Perfect. Thank you, Alistair. Let's move on to talk about where we heard iGEM from. Alright, so for me at least, um, I received an email in which it's like there's a competition happening and if we're interested in applying, and it sparked my curiosity because I never really explored or ventured into the side of synthetic biology, and when I saw the opportunity of taking part in a global competition, I thought that why not apply, and um, then the pandemic struck and I had to take my interview from home, which was kind of a new experience. Yeah, having an interview online was, was really weird, but, you know, it's an experience. <laughs> yeah, very strange. It was really weird for me because I, um, I was renting in Beeston with uh, some family friends who were in their 70s, 
so when like the Prime Minister started making announcements about coronavirus, obviously they were really worried. So they wanted oh, me no. to leave as soon as possible. So like I literally did the iGEM interview at 12 o'clock on the Wednesday. Oh, and God. then literally as the second the interview finished, <laughs> I threw everything I owned into a bag. Yeah, everything I owned into a bag and then like literally had to like get a, like my parents came back down in the car that night. Like <laughs> I found it really funny though because uh, I didn't expect so many people to be in that interview. You yeah. know what I mean? That was scary. Yeah, yeah I, know I think mean. we had like, yeah. I don't know, five or six. I didn't know any of them. I recognised some from, I reckon, well, now I recognise Andrew and Thomas from when they went round into our 9 am lectures um, for, what's it called? Um, Modelling with differential equations. Yeah, it was 9am on Fridays, and they came round and advertised it there, so that was how I learned about it. Yeah, mine was through a lecture too. Um, the team from last year came and spoke about iGEM, and they said Boston, and I was sold. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Boston was like, it's so sad we don't get to go. Yeah. Definitely. All expenses holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I feel with all the biotech students, we got an awful lot of pressure as well from Marnie. Like, like our course director, she's brilliant, but she's like she's very enthusiastic about stuff, and she's very enthusiastic about iGEM, isn't she? She's a uh, yeah. She came to a few of our lectures um, to promote it <laughs> in both first and second. Yeah, year. I actually found out about it last year, but I just applied way too late. I I didn't even apply last year, and then mm. came round to this year. And I thought, oh, I really want to do this. It looks cool. I need something to do for summer because I don't have any experience in a lab. So I thought this would be cool. But I was also applying for a summer abroad in Denmark at the same time. And I actually really wanted to do the, the, the summer abroad. So uh, I almost turned down iGEM when I got it and, and picked summer school instead because I thought that'd be really cool. And I thought iGEM would just be a bit rubbish stuck in a lab all summer. But instead, <laughs> I'm stuck in my bed. Yeah, stuck in a never-ending breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you have gone to Denmark if uh, you didn't take this one? Yeah, I would have. Done. Well, um, no, it got cancelled, so they, they offered me next year. Oh, uh, so it's quite lucky. That's really lucky, then. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'll, especially, <laughs> I get, like, double opportunity next, next year. year as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's really cool. I mean, it's good that, like, you didn't turn down Ajahn when you got the chance, because... I mean, there was no chance of you going to Denmark during this pandemic, so... <laughs> no, right? Guys, where would you have been? You'd probably be far, you'd probably be far ahead, actually. <laughs> Alrighty then, so let's move on to the next question, which is, what is our project? James, would you like to take the mic for this? Right, so our project is basically developing a biotherapeutic, which is um, similar to a probiotic, but more medically based, and... Uh, so basically genetically engineering a type of clostridium called sporogenes. Um, we are genetically engineering them to produce ketone bodies, specifically looking at DBHB this year. And it's been shown that ketone bodies, COHB, over many years can delay the onset of neurodegenerative diseases. So this, um, this biotherapeutic would actually give people more years of healthy life if they're at risk of developing neurodegenerative disease. Um, it's a quite an exciting project, really, hopefully quite impactful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's quite innovative as well, using, um, considering tackling a, a, a brain, medical problem through the brain um, by, by, by changing the gut, um, something that hasn't really necessarily been thought about too much before. So, yeah, 
quite a cool project, I think. Thank God we got James to read that out. Imagine if we had to write that. We probably would have ended up doing a different project altogether. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so let's move on to talk about how the project is going and how working as a team online can be, because we all know how difficult it has been for us, so why not share our experiences? Our online meetings are the best thing. I'll just play Minecraft with them. That's on it. Work on the Minecraft. I printed world. out some coloring sheets, and I've got about 50 cats on this one, probably. Or maybe like 30. That's probably an overestimation. And I've got 32 um, gel pens for this, and I'm nearly done now. I'm nearly done. Wait, what's this? Uh, so, you know when when some of these meetings just go on night? Uh, okay, so I'm this kind of person that just can't sit still. I have to be doing something with my hands. And, uh, yeah, not, not much can be done can be done when I'm on camera. But then... Yeah, I just I just thought I'd pick up some gel pens and I'm colouring <laughs> this amazing picture. You have to show us. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. so when I don't switch on my camera during meetings, it's because I just got out of bed and I'm not bothered. I have bed hair. I just don't want to be on camera. Which is most of the time. Mm -hmm, which is most of the time. Ah, uh, no, you see, I think it's easier for guys. So, you know, a lot of times I've done that, but I still switch on the camera because I just throw I, on a T-shirt and I'm well. like, I could be dressed, I might I do not be dressed. Thing. Sometimes <laughs> my hair is even brushed. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, it's weird that we've still not met. Yeah. Hopefully one day we'll be able to Yeah. Yeah, it is really weird. I mean, I'm hoping maybe we can meet at the end. Like, maybe we can meet up for a meal in November if I've gone back into or lockdown. Or if people want to sponsor yeah. a Boston trip, we're all for it. Just yeah. <laughs> just go anyway. Like, just show up at IGF headquarters. Yeah, if anyone wants to fund our, our Boston trip, just check yeah. out our GoFundMe. <laughs> Link in the description. Boston. Uh, <laughs> you know, there is something from these online meetings, though. I swear I've discovered what a new medical it? condition since starting this project. And I, I swear it's like the online <laughs> yeah. meeting headache. Like, just, <laughs> I've just spent your entire day in online meetings, just like, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, <laughs> reaching for the paracetamol. <laughs> I feel so antisocial because I can just um, not record myself and not show my screen. So I'm just like hiding behind a screen and just muting myself as well. Yeah. So it feels really weird. I sometimes do that when I join, but that's because I'm still having a cigarette before I go on. Meeting. Great. I didn't realise we had <laughs> lung cancer here in the iGen team. We do not condone smoking, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you end up as a mathematician. <laughs> yeah. Jokes, oh, jokes. No. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of working from home, though, since there's not like a, a set day, we don't have to go into the office or anything. How many? How much time do you guys spend working on that? I, I don't know. Uh, no, I know how much time I spend, but I mean, I've like, no idea when anyone else is working. Sometimes I just have to like send a message and hope yeah, they're still awake true. or something. I, I feel like I'm quite strict with myself, and I, I stick to like a nine to five or however long. It takes me to get the jobs done hmm. um keep my weekends free because you know weekends are important to me <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah yeah i try finishing all my work in like the morning of the day if it's possible so that little rest of the day i can focus on other well, things you get early then, yeah i mean i don't do that <laughs> 
Not most of oh, the time, wow. for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time, I wake up at like around nine or something, and I get to work as soon as I do, and then by lunch I try to get all my work done. You done, done by lunch. Oh, you done by twelve. Yeah. I try. It, it's just like a schedule oh. I try to stick to. It doesn't really work out. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I'm done by 12 a.m. Yeah, sometimes it goes really long. Like if I have to research or write down the agenda or do the minutes, like it takes me until the night to finish it. Like I've stayed uh, until yeah. around 2 a.m. <laughs> trying to finish it. Oh, that reminds me of that time that I stayed up to do our snap gene maps all the way until 8 a.m. And I think we had a 10 a.m. meeting. Oof. That was not fun. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my week. Crazy. That was my work for the week. They looked good, though. We were all Social very media impressed. is an intensive oh. job, I must say. <laughs> that, that Insta feed never dies. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I have to admit, with, with, um, with my working patterns, like, I found that, like, it's been flexible, you know. I've kind of done jobs when they needed to do I'm not I, I wish I could be a principal that's like sticking to like nine to five or whatever I like just kind of working on stuff do any of you actually manage to you know because I, I well at least for me I can't actually go go on from nine to five say with no breaks oh so what yeah I, do I have is breaks just like definitely take breaks I don't think anyone can stay continuously for 9 to 5 um, I have to have it scheduled kind of like mm -hmm. intermittently so I do an hour yeah. and then I'm off and then I do another hour and then I'm off and I do that until like 10 p.m. No, yeah, yeah. Possible. I don't think we can work continuously mm. from 9 to 5 you know Dolly Parton would both yeah I think it's I like <laughs> a bit more because lockdowns uh, gives me less structure in my life. I like a bit more structure, so I, I keep it more, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, what I've been doing no, is spreading out my work. Structure. Like, personally, I've been spreading out my work throughout the days during the week, and then, like, any times when I've gone, like, under 30... Well, I usually end up under the 30 hours during the week because um, I'm making the most of seeing people. But, like, my boyfriend works at the weekends. Uh, he, like, does, like, eight-hour shifts on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah, I just use that to, like, me on the weekends really and power I'm through like, no, and get I'm not having it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, right. I try not to work at all during the weekends. Like, I like to dedicate that time to myself and my family, and not when I'm bombarded with tasks and work. I just like Have to relax so that once the week starts, I can get back to work. Okay, brilliant. So now let's move on to the next portion of the podcast in which we'll look more towards the positive side of things and talk about what we've enjoyed so far in the project. Dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> Dead silence. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Ten minute silence. Wait, guys, I need, I, need, I, need a, I need like a week to prepare for this question. I enjoy Jackie's emails. They're the best. <laughs> they are. Oh, yeah. Email. <laughs> yeah, the email responses. Yeah. Am I in trouble? Am I in dot, dot, dot? Oh yeah, the thank you dot dot dot. <laughs> oh, that's brutalized. Yeah, I got one of those this week. <laughs> yeah, it's like hundred percent all the time, passive aggressive, but you don't know if she means it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, I don't think she really understands the meaning of dot dot dot. 
Yeah, because that's the thing. You get into like a video call, and she's like, "Yeah, she's lovely." Like she always mm. is. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. so for me, at least, what I've enjoyed is the professional working environments. Like, although we're in the midst of pandemic, we're still able to stick to a nine-to-five schedule, get work done, wake up early, try to finish our tasks on time, etc. So I feel like it's made us much more organized and mm-hmm. gave us an insight into the yeah. working field. So that's something that I've really. Yeah. Enjoyed. I know what you mean. I think I'm quite liking the science side. Like our projects, while we're not in the wet lab, we're actually doing a lot of um, quite innovative stuff. Um, and actually, being purely dry lab based is probably helping us do that. Um, you know, being fairly innovative, we're using the gut brain connection and also potentially in the way we're going to use the control mechanisms. Uh, if we were in the wet lab, it might yeah, take quite a that. long time to actually get the you know, experimental basis for all of these. So we might not be able to go as far as we can for this project. So I guess that's an opportunity with like working from home and doing a dry lab project this year because of COVID. Like we can go f- further into this sort of innovative, innovative new Yeah, that's new areas, true. Because you know? in the lab, there'll be so mm-hmm. many like yeah, problems mm-hmm. and troubleshooting. <laughs> yeah, I bet in the lab yeah. we'd still be like repeating gel after gel after gel. Like, oh, can't we just get exactly. some results? Yeah. Like, please. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And we've got to learn new skills as well. When I first learned how to code, the other one knows how to use softwares. Getting there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've enjoyed too. Like, I think at the start I was very keen and I took on the role of working on the wiki. And now I have, you know, a bit of HTML under my belt and a bit of CSS. So, yeah, it's been good. And I feel like working as a team as well and knowing what, what fits best for you and, like, what you see in a working environment or what you see in a manager and things that you like and you don't like, it's quite nice to get a bit of experience um, before you actually go into the working working world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay, so now let's go on to something that we'll probably be able to answer more easily, and that is what haven't we well, enjoyed what we in our enjoyed. project? Ooh, difficult one, that is. Um. <laughs> No one's sticking to my deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> my deadlines as well. Everyone's deadlines. <laughs> what happened to those landscape videos, guys? Guys. I mean, I've done mine. <laughs> it's because, like, oh, I keep I spaying around it. I'm sorry, both Luke and Eugenia. It's just because they're they're fairly they're so simple tasks. They should take five Ooh. seconds. So like, every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I can do them later. Like, I'll do this research and I'll read this paper. And like I'll do it at the end. I'm finished reading the paper. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm just gonna have a break. And then it never happens. So, uh, See, I always yeah, think I because that. it only takes five seconds, I just do it then and there. Yeah, I need to be more like that. <laughs> I think. Stuff <laughs> uh, like like yeah, you guys say that it takes no only five seconds, but it takes so long for me. Like yesterday, I was trying to take photos for uh, um, for Eugenie. And, and uh, my mum had to move furniture so that I was stood right next to a wall. <laughs> and then she was taking pictures. But, um, yeah, they just, did, they just didn't turn out any good. Uh, they're, they're, like, all blurry and I have to get it redone and we'll have to move furniture again. Oh, You could try and yeah. get a selfie one if it's too... Uh, no, I'll, I'll get on no. it. It's fine. So I tape your phone on a wall and like yeah. time it. <laughs> yeah, that was the only white one that I found. So we had to move the furniture for that. Um, Go to a toilet, public toilet. <laughs> I just used a photo editing app in which I had to increase the exposure to an insane level to eliminate the background. And it was to that point that 
I only mm. looked like I had eyes. Um, <laughs> and I spent ages trying to make me not look like the movie poster of a horror movie. You know, it took so long. Yeah, Yeah, that's another reason why not to turn on the camera, Sachi. Uh, Excuse me, stick (laughs) the stone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm actually a keyboard warrior. I'm not like this in real life. (laughs) I'm actually a keyboard warrior. (laughs) Okay, so the last thing we're going to address is what has Ajahn taught us? It certainly taught me to use Teams Mm. calendar. Microsoft calendar, whatever it is. <laughs> so I have to look at that like a million times a day now. Yeah, for me, when I set meetings, because I'm one hour ahead of the UK, so I always get confused if I should set it according to my time or one hour behind. Uh, I yeah. really don't understand. And it, whenever I send it out, mm. I need to go to my team calendar and make sure it's one hour ahead. Um, because it's it's really confusing. So now I finally figured it out. So that's great. Taught me it's like that. Like, we're now at that level. Like you're no longer mm. like a kid anymore. I guess it's like you just do the work as if like you could. I can see myself in yeah. the office with somebody say thirty years old, thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. It's at that level now that you are who you are. <laughs> if you that's if you get what I mean. It's very philosophical. You are. I think you chose the wrong field, honestly. <laughs> Oh, I went to philosophy thing once and I don't want to go to Did you guys have philosophy week? We went to um, Sheffield Uni and had a whole week of philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Had seminars and everything. Smell it from here. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Some of them were interesting, others were just really dry. Like, why are we even talking about this? Was that for biology? No, this was a um, secondary school. Oh, we had superhero week. Superhero week. All day. Superhero Week. I think I think it was Superhero Day today. I can't. Actually. It was a long time ago. And then Olympics. Wow. We did that Olympic event. Yeah, my school didn't really do any of these things. It was pretty mm. monotonous. Like there was just a few like events, like school day. It was never like Superhero Week or Philosophy Week. I would have really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, we were kind of similar. Like we had, we didn't have any of these sort of fun weeks or anything. We basically had this whole like big sort of house system they're like three houses and basically it's like throughout the year they're just various house competitions and they were supposed to be like the big events and like everyone would get really competitive and my house never ever won mm-hmm. uh, even when i was leading it which was really annoying oh, sports day was <laughs> oh tell me about it yeah we had something known as literary fest um in which basically it's <laughs> reenacting plays yeah. um etc which was really fun actually Romeo or Romeo, yeah. that, that <laughs> Pretty cool, that. Like, the big, one of the biggest events we had was the house song. So it fell down to me to organise our entry. I literally had to teach type 200, 300 kids <coughs> how to sing Breaking Free from High School Musical <laughs> with actions. So it took, I had to teach them over an entire term and then, like, literally stand up in front of the whole rest of the school and, like, guide the house in this song. Oh, it's so oh, embarrassing. Wow. <laughs> There's a video of me on YouTube doing it. <laughs> Alrighty, that's the end of our very first podcast episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. We really hope to see you guys next week as well. Until then, take care and have a great week ahead. See you guys. Bye-bye.